Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Welcome to the Gap Church, where we're filling the gap through. Where we're filling the gap through. I, I, want, I hope everybody knows the vision of this church. That's why we always say it every Sunday, so that you know and you live by the vision of this church. And um, my name is Lolade, and welcome again to our second service. And sadly, 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 oh, it's the last service of the Giving series. I know, I know. And um, God has been faithful. We started with, we started with, um, what's the first message? Was just given. Who, who preached it? Okay, and the second one was wow. offering, offering, and the third, the third Sunday we had a make a talk on tight, and the first service I did speak on first fruit. So if you've not watched that, please go ahead and watch it. Um, just summary: I'm giving God your first, the first of your, the first your increase. Um, the first of your fruits that you make, your income, you give God your first. And the, the key thing, like I said in the first service, that has been specified all through this last three weeks is your heart. You know, and that's one thing the, first, the New Testament was really very specific about. And I tell you, when you give God your heart, giving becomes very easy for you. And so when you're giving your first fruits, do not forget to give the first of your income, the first of your increase, the first of everything, basically. Amen. So please go ahead and read that, um, listen to that message if you can, and let us live by the first fruits, principle of first. Amen. All right, and this second service, I am going to be talking about seed. Seed. And my topic is the principle of seed faith. Principle of seed faith. The principle of seed faith. Um, how many of you have ever planted a seed? So some people here have actually never planted a seed. Like you never actually put like seed in the ground and cover it and come back every five seconds and see if it grows. Okay, but some, for, for the people that have not, I will explain the process. You take a seed, sometimes always very small. I was going to bring a seed. I don't know. Just had a very crazy weekend. Because I know last week, I make a shared money. I was going to share seed. <laughs> and just say, you know, go and plant it. You don't know what it will become. It can become a tree. I'm thinking about your future. You know, but it's okay. Maybe next week, I'll bring a seed. I promise you, I'll bring a seed for you. Not money, actual seed. Um, and you put a seed in the ground, and you water it, or whatever it is. There's some seed that don't require um, constant watering, depending on the type. And after a period of time, it starts to come out after a period of time. So there's some seed that probably takes a longer time. I remember I saw a video on social uh, media. I don't specify which one. Social media, and then they, were, they planted the seed of uh, bell peppers, and they put that one, and it took like 119 days for another one to come out. And someone just put, you could have just gone to the market. But it's okay. But yeah, it takes a period of time for the seed to germinate. And so that's basically a seed. But the dictionary says a seed is a flowering plant's unit of reproduction, capable of developing into another such plant. 
A seed is a flowering plant, plant unit of reproduction capable of developing into another, another such plant. If you're writing, write that down. If you're not writing, write that down. And one, our seeds are one thing that has the power to die and come back to life. And the only other principle that this has been applied in the Bible is Jesus. Jesus was the one who died. Nobody went there and called him forth. Nobody went there and prayed him up. Nobody went there and said, you know, like they did the Lazarus and he came back to life. So that's why our topic today is the principle of seed faith. How does this work? Let's open our Bibles to Genesis 8.22. Genesis 8.22. I'm going to be reading from 20 to 22. If we all know the story of, I believe we all know the story of Noah and the ark. That's one of the, like, the foundational stories that it teaches, I hope. For those who do not know it, the children of God, well, nah, the children of God, the sons of men, sons of God, everybody was just doing it now. And God just said, you know what, I need a new set of people. But then there was no, there was a very good guy, and God was like, I'm going to destroy the earth. Let them know I'm going to destroy the earth. He told them, told them, told them, they did not listen. He shouted, shouted, they did not hear. He built, a, he built an ark, took one of each animal, put them in the ark, and then water came. Did I? You got the story. Got a picture. Kind of get a picture. Yeah. And so they were in the ark for so many years, and then the flood came in, destroyed the earth, and then one day, the water seized and the dry, and eventually the ark was on dry land. And Noah, every day we we'll go check, can we come out? Can we come out? Can we come out? I can't imagine how they lived in that place together and not fight. I don't even, I'm sure they did. I don't even know how they survived it. But anyways, and eventually Noah looked out and saw a rainbow, which was saying that, oh, I've seized everything. Everything is all good now. You guys can come out. So Genesis 8, 20, and says, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never curse the ground or for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains... Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall never cease. Noah did give a sacrifice that caused God to make a covenant. Caused God to put a sacrifice. God made a covenant with the earth and said, and said that while this earth still where it is, seed time and harvest time shall never cease. John 12, 24. John 12, 24. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. The principle of resurrection means that the seed dies. But the seed does not die by entering the ground alone. Because it's possible that you might put a seed in the ground and it had not died yet. Because until it dies, it doesn't start reproducing. And so that's why when you plant a seed, you come back the next day, nothing happens. Three days, nothing happens. Day four, nothing happens. 
Because why? The seed is not dead yet. But death is not the end. Death is only a door. Until Jesus went through the door called death, he did not start a new dispensation. I would re-explain that. I said that death is not the cessation of life. It's not the end. Instead, it's a gateway into another realm. And so until Jesus went through the door, death, he didn't go into another realm. And so until the seed goes through the door, death, it does not start to reproduce. And that's the principle of resurrection. And so I, I want us as Christian, even just segueing, why, you know, when the Bible says that he has not given us the spirit of fear, being afraid of death is one of the, I, 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 I'll try and not say, but I would say the most saddest thing, the thing you should not even be afraid of. Why? Because when you die, it doesn't end. For a Christian. Door, the death is the only door that takes a Christian from this realm into another realm. So until you die, the kingdom of the heaven that we always hear about, you can't get there. So when you start telling people, oh, I'll make heaven in Jesus' name. And they say, okay, that means that very soon, when time comes, you will die. God forbid, I won't die. So how do you want to go to heaven? But I come back to it. When Jesus, like I said, was about to end the dispensation, he followed the door of death. And when he was resurrected, he resurrected and brought many sons to glory. If you read the story, after Jesus had died, he went um, and resurrected. He went to hell, to the keys. You will read all of that, study that part. I'm not going to go into that. But he brought so many sons into glory, even including us, and gave us the opportunity and the ability to not claim to be children of God. Right? 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 And that was after I went through the door of death. And so when I go back to seed and I say that until the seed dies, it doesn't start to reproduce. But biologically, when a seed dies, for example, when you sow a, a corn, corn seed, whatever it is, it gives you back. When it grows, what does it give you back? What does it give you back? But spiritually, it's different. In the spiritual, it's different. When you sow a seed of corn, you might not necessarily get corn. Let's open our Bible to 1 Corinthians 15. This is the principle of seed faith. 1 Corinthians 15. It's a little bit long, so we're gonna go, I'm going to go through it as fast as I can. But this is my key point for today. 1 Corinthians 15, 35 to 44. But someone will say, how are the dead raised up and with the body do they, and which, and with what body do they come? Foolish one, what you sow is not made alive unless it dies. And what you sow, you do not sow that body that shall be, but mere grain, perhaps wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as it pleases, to each seed its own body. All flesh is not the same flesh. But there's one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. 
There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars, and one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption, but it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor, but it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, but it is raised in power. It is sown in a natural body, but is raised in a spiritual body. Does that make sense? And so this is the spiritual seed. When it is sown in corruption, what does it do? It rips in corruption. When, you're, when the person dies in natural body, you come back in a spiritual body. You don't come back the exact same way. Psalm 126 from verse 5 to 6. Psalm 126 from verse 5 to 6. We all know the first part that says when the Lord um, bring, brought out the captivity of Zion, we're like those that dream. We're going to read five. It says, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtlessly come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. And this afternoon, what God is telling us is that there is a type of faith that you would have that you will walk hand in hand in God, that there will be a reconversion of the seed that you sow. And so that the time when you bring that seed to God and you're sowing in tears and you're saying, but God, this season I don't like. This season has been too long. God is saying that faith can reconvert and that seed can come back in a new body. Now, not in one, but in many. Because when you sow a seed, it doesn't grow to just one. It doesn't give you one corn. It gives you a lot of it. That is the spiritual seed. That is the spiritual seed. The Bible says that if you, if you go to the um, revelations, it talked about, it said there's a time when the, the, the old earth and the old heaven will move, meaning that it's a possibility that sins can change. The principle of seed faith. When you have prayed, when you have fasted, and you've done everything, sacrifice. 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 If you read the story, I think there's a part of the story of Elijah and the prophet of Baal that people don't pay attention to. When the prophet of Baal started <laughs> this thing they called calling on their God. Bible recorded that it started from morning and they were doing everything. And the Bible said they got to a point when they started cutting themselves. Because they knew it was, they said, okay, we've tried all of this. Maybe we need to sacrifice our blood. But you know what Elijah did? Bible said, Elijah waited for the time of sacrifice. He didn't bother to start screaming and shouting. He said he waited when it was time for the evening sacrifice. And what he did, he saw the sacrifice. And the Bible said, and God answered by fire. He said, everything on the altar was leaked, even to water. Because he waited for the season of sacrifice. Seed is the only thing that has the ability to change seasons. Because it has a reproductive effect. That's why I love being a woman. Because you see this womb, just give me a seed. I will give you a tree. Everyone has a womb. 
Man or woman, yeah, you, yes. Physical manifestation of a womb is in a woman. But we all have a womb. We all have the ability for seeds to regenerate in our lives. But this afternoon, we're talking about the principle of seed faith. We've talked about different types of giving. It is time to do some, type, some radical type of giving. That even heaven will say, what is going on down there? What do you need? What, what attention are you, whose attention are you trying to get? I said this thing two weeks ago. I said that it is risky to steal from the house of God. Because there are some seeds that have not died yet that people collect. And so the seed already, someone has tied depression or suicide to a seed and just waiting for that seed to die so that it can regenerate joy and somebody else goes and takes a seed that is not dead. Geazi was looking for what is not missing. Collected the money. When leprosy was still in the air looking for where to go. Collected the seed at the moment it took, it collected the leprosy with it. The principle of seed faith. The principle of seed faith. Sowing seeds into ministry. Sowing seeds into people. There is no great person, spiritual or not, Christian or not, that did not sacrifice something. When you sit down, you pay attention to somebody's life. As they are telling their story, just wait to listen to what did they do. Don't just be like, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wonderful story. Wait to listen to what did they do. I listened to a man of God and he, told, he said something. He said, I prayed for 72 hours. I said, what? How's that possible? But he tells on him that he prayed for 72 hours. Wait and listen to what did they do. Most of us, we have men of God come around and the Holy Spirit puts it in your heart. Oh, sow a seed to their life. And you just give them the money. And they are like, oh, what do you need God to do for you? Oh, just pray for me. What? What a waste of seed. When you say, this is what I need to end in my life. Because it's not them that you're giving the money to. It's not them you're sowing the seed to. Remember, you're sowing the seed to the grace. You're sowing a seed to the grace. You see a ministry. You need something from them. We are so, our generation is so used to collecting things. It's so easy for us to collect things. You sit down, you can listen to one person's message 21 million times, but you've never sowed a seed to the ministry. And you start to cram. You start to cram everything the person said. Oh, I remember what the person said last week. I'll use this word. And nothing changes in your life. And you wonder why. A lot of us here, we've listened to this minister. Oh, that worship just makes me. Whew. Yet you've not sown anything into their grace. It doesn't work like that. It's a principle. It's a principle. When all fails, try seed. I remember when I just got here, I started school and I needed to find a job. And I just needed to do something. I, was, I, I searched. You know, and there's, there's, there's seeds of covenant, which is another topic entirely. You know, but I was looking for a job. And the Holy Spirit just played it in my heart to go sow a seed to it. You know, and, but I didn't have the money. 
to sow. I had the money, but I didn't have the money I wanted, the amount I really wanted to sow. So I just took something, anything. I said, Father, I want to sow this seed to the job. And I also tied that when I get that job, I'm going to give everything I make from my first salary to, from that job back to you. So there were two things that were speaking. The seed I had sown and the covenant I had made. It didn't take two weeks. In, and I tell you, after that two weeks, when that first salary came, it was just in my head like, it's time to give. <laughs> but you will sp see speedy answer. You will see quick turnover time. We've talked about giving your first fruit. We've talked about giving your tithe. This one's our principle. Seed is the most voluntary part of giving. You ever hear that thing? It's principle. You give your tithe, this is what That principle, Christian. Seed, very voluntary. You don't have to do it. Because you're not doing God a favor. You're not doing the soil a favor by sowing a seed into it. If you like, don't sow a seed. The soil will still be there and doing what the soil is doing. But you want something from that soil. So you put a seed in that soil because you want that soil to do something for the seed. This principle of seed faith. The principle of seed faith. And so this afternoon, I don't, I'm not going to stretch it all out. I'm going to drive them just one point, which is try seed. Try sowing a seed. Forget the person you're giving it to. Forget the ministry you're giving it to. Oh, because I gave my seed, maybe that's why the light is on. God's house is going to be fine, whether you give or not. You give for yourself and not for the house. Try sowing a seed. You've been stuck in the same, in one circle over and over again. Even in your spiritual life. You've been falling from sin. You come out, you pray, God, you fall back into sin. And you're like, but I'm praying, I'm fasting. Why not try sowing a seed? Maybe that should be the, why not try sowing a seed? Probably when I greet you this afternoon, why not try sowing a seed? You have somebody, you have a sickness that you've been nursing for so many years. You have a worry, that one thing. Or you know it is time, you're in the brink of your new season. I said this, I, was, I ministered somewhere a while, um, two, three weeks ago. And I told them something, I said, in your season of preparation, three things happens to you. The first one is your discovery. Next one is your refining. And the last one is your season of test. And after your season of test, you go into your season of greatness. A lot of us are in our season of test. And we just have that one last step to make that might be tied to sowing a seed. And God has tested you in everything else. And he's saying, how willingly are you to give? How's your heart posture? Remember, that's the, that's the goal of this entire series. Because the moment you can give your heart, you can give your, your everything, then you can give your money. Your heart posture. You know, I learned something from the story of Abraham, and we're going we're to pray in a minute. I heard something, for, learned something from the story of Abraham. You know, when God told Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, God wanted, was waiting for him to sacrifice Isaac in his heart first. And so you see that moment when he was doing that, he had killed Isaac in his heart already. And so the moment God saw, oh, he's let go of Isaac, he stopped him. 
Sometimes God is just waiting for your heart to let go of it first. So he might be asking for you to give something, but he's just waiting for your heart to let go of it first. Sometimes God might say, oh, empty your account, and you grumble and grumble, and eventually you have to give it. But what if you never know the way this God works? What if we're just waiting for you to say, oh, I will do that gladly? In a few minutes, it's like, you know what? Don't. Because I'm, we're wondering, why did God stop um, Abraham from killing Isaac? He could wake up Isaac in a few seconds. Or give him many, many other sons. So what did God really need Isaac for? What does God really need your money for? When he himself is the, he's the owner of heaven and earth. So this morning, I want us to bow our heads because I'm going to call for a specific type of offering before we go into Titan offering. But I want us to bow our hearts first. And I want us to begin to sow our hearts to God. That's this has been the only prayer that the Holy Spirit just always brings us back to even in this series. Is that in the Old Testament, he tied them in all of these offerings and these commandments because they were not ready to give their heart. But then in the New Testament, when Jesus came and he's like, give me everything. There's the possibility and the ability and the grace to give it all. All graces abound. When Jesus, God is able to give his only son and on that cross able to turn his face because of people that were not yet born. I said in the first service, the firstborn of the clean is sacrificed to redeem the unclean. And even as we're praying, I want us to begin to pray. What is that season that you need to end in your life? We're going to tie a seat to it. Try God and see. You know that thing that has become a circle. You know that thing that has become constant. You know that thing that needs to end, that sickness in your body that needs to go. You know that thing in your family that has become from generation to generation to generation. That you say, I want to start a new generation. I need to start a new course in my family. You know that thing that has been constant. That thing that your mother had, your grandmother had, and it looks like you are supposed to have it based on normalcy. But we are here to say, I'm going to sow a seed that ends that and starts a new generation of healing in my family. Holy Spirit, open my eyes to what needs to end. Because I tell you, when God wants to bless you, he leads you to the things that you need to do so that he can bless you. He, he, you meet him in the middle. When the prodigal son was in the swine, the father did not come and meet him in the swine. He had to move to a point and then the father left where he was and met him in that point. When God wants to bless you, he's going to have, you need to move out of that swine. You need to move out of that dirt and get to a point where God can meet you. This is the point where God wants to meet you. Father, we give our hearts and we say that it's time that it ends. Oh, it is, it is time that it ends. 
And so if you're here and you have a season that you want to sow into, that needs to end, please step out. You want to sow a seed into a season that needs to end. Test me and see. You're not giving to this. You're not giving to me. You're not giving to flesh. You're giving to God. And please, can you put the giving instructions on the screen? This is not tight. It's not principle. This is voluntary. Father, this, this season is to end in my family. Oh, Father, this season is to end in my life. Oh, Daddy, there's been a train of divorce in my family. I hear that in my spirit. There's been a train of terrible marriages that I'm so scared to try out marriage because I've seen it that it's not working in my family. So there's no point. Test me and see that is what God said. Leave the giving instructions on the screen. Zebra kushi kede basuzi ada barose da mekonde brakade basizi ada barose ada ada I hear there's someone that needs to tie us and sow a seed into a season of addiction. You had ended it, but then it starts to re- to crop out little by little, hearing once in a while, once in a week, once in a month, and you need it to end. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.